Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special episode of Cafe Confessions. I am your co-host, Bree. And of course, today we are missing the most important part of this episode, which is my co-host, Shalika. Now, this is a special episode because it's the first of its kind. It's called the Espresso Self episode. And these are solo episodes. They are meant to, one, alleviate some stress between me and Shay because, as you know, we are full-time girls at a job. Our schedules are crazy, and sometimes we cannot align our schedules to create content every single week. But we want to keep something fresh on the podcast. So we decided to come up with these episodes, the Espresso Selves, where it will be a small solo episode hosted by one of us each time we can't get together. And that way you guys keep the content, um, you have new content to listen to. And also it gives us a chance to kind of have one-on-one conversations with you guys, our listeners, and work on our own, you know, self. It's it's hard sometimes having episodes with a co-host because you guys are constantly feeding off of each other. But it's even more harder to sit with yourself and really say, okay, these are my thoughts. I need to work through this. And that is what we're going to do today. Before we start, just some order of business. Um, I am actually doing our first ever Espresso Self episode outside. I've never recorded any episode outside before, but I really wanted to connect with nature. Um, I just felt like it was just a very peaceful way to do this episode so I'm actually in a park if you guys hear any background noise or any type of bicycles children or dogs playing I can't control the elements um but it might really be what this episode needs sometimes even when we're listening to podcasts we're in our own head we're not really connecting with nature so hopefully the nature flows through this episode to you guys whether you're in the car in traffic at your desk or just at home cleaning right I have some incense burning lemongrass if you want to just envision that beautiful aroma I also have some tea here it is the turn inward tea that I drank on our daddy lessons episode so that is good and I have a lot of materials that we'll go over today. Today's topic is self-advocation. How to advocate for yourself and why it's important. This episode is just kind of me talking to myself but talking to the collective at the same time if that makes sense. I feel like we're all one and when one of us is struggling with something someone else could possibly struggle with that down the road somewhere or has already struggled with it or is currently struggling with it. So even though this is me talking, it is for everyone. I don't want to talk at you. If it sounds like I'm talking at you, I need to work on that. I'm so sorry. I'm talking at myself in those moments. Okay. So if this message doesn't resonate with you, that is okay. Um, It may not resonate. Um, I hope it does. However, Maybe it will in the future, or maybe someone else really needs this. So if you can share this episode to someone in need of how to advocate for themselves, go ahead and send this to them. And I do apologize. I'm getting a bunch of stares. So I'm working through my anxiety on top of doing this episode. So if I sound like I'm losing track, it's probably because my mind is just trying to comprehend that people are looking at me doing this episode. But we're going to push through it, right? So let's talk about self-advocation. Why am I bringing this topic up this week? I had to sit with something that I was really afraid to sit with for years. And trigger warning, I'm going to say that I was sexually assaulted. 
just to start this off. And that sexual assault did not sit with me as sexual assault for years until someone else said, hey, you know, that's sexual assault. And then I had the wave of sadness and hurt and anger that something like that happened to me. Whereas before, I just looked at it as like, you know, that just happened. And I just buried it deep down and I didn't really think nothing of it. But today I am standing up to that abuser um, and myself by doing this episode. And when I say I'm standing up to myself, I'm standing up to myself by always wanting to keep everything buried, keep everything quiet, keep everything hidden. Um, being afraid to just really genuinely say, hey, I, I need to set a boundary. I need to say no more of this, right? Um, yeah, so I know that's probably, you know, starting off on a bit of a harsh note, but I promise you the story is beautiful and it will absolutely help help you kind of think about things like that in a different perspective. My first rule with self-advocacy is trust. You have to trust yourself. You have to trust yourself that you know what you need. You know who you are, right? You are your greatest motivator. You're, you're everything within you. It's all there. It's all you. So the first rule is when you're going to advocate for yourself, if those feelings bubble up of saying, hey, you know, I don't, this doesn't really sit right with me, and then you want to immediately bury those feelings, no, listen to them. Trust them. Trust that intuition. Trust that your, your, your body is telling you, hey, this is not okay. Brain, I am communicating to you from the heart. And I'm telling you I'm not okay. Stomach is communicating to the brain saying, hey, we're not okay here. So listen to that. Trust that your body can speak to you and that your intuition knows exactly what you need. With trust, trust that you know what's best for you and trust that you know who is best for you. See, situations are something we can absolutely self-advocate for, but then we have those people that we just allow to continue to resurface step all over you, disrespect you, in my case, assault you, and you just allow and allow and allow that abuse to continue without ever standing up for yourself. How this episode is going to run is I am going to do a card reading as we go along with this conversation. Normally with a card reading, I will pull cards randomly after, you know, we kind of set an intention and you kind of have your hand in the deck. If I'm doing a reading for someone else, I will kind of let you pull the cards. This is different. The way that my deck spoke to me this week, they said, use us to your advantage, okay? You don't always have to rely on us to give you the messages through your intuition or through intention. You can come in and find the card that you need. And that's exactly what I did. That was the message that I received. I've never had a reading done like this before, but I went through all of my decks and I picked the best cards for this topic. And it wasn't just about me. Like I said, it's about you guys as well. And I am going to read the cards as we go along. So firstly, we talked about trusting yourself. Okay. Trusting yourself. How many of us have experienced maybe a relationship with a parent where we just said, okay, we're just going to do what they ask of us, even if we don't agree with it. How many times has your, your, your parent just said, you know what, brush it off, move on, it's not that big of a deal. But to you, it was a huge deal, right? To you, you're like, no, but this means something to me. I, I want to cry about it. I want to have a moment about it. And they're just like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And you just kind of bury those feelings. You internalize it. 
There's a book that I've been reading, and it's called Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. How to Heal from Distant, Rejecting, and Self-Involved Parents. And this is by Lindsay Gibson. Okay, um, this book will rip you to shreds, so tread lightly. But I am going to read an excerpt here. When we talk about self-advocation, and people who usually struggle to advocate with themselves are usually internalizers. They internalize their emotions and their feelings, and that's why they are struggling with the outward action of saying, Mm-mm, I'm going to step in here. So it says here, internalizers have, a sh- have strong emotions. Internalizers don't act out their emotions immediately, like externalizers. So their feelings have a chance to intensify as they're held inside. And because of this, they feel things deeply. It isn't surprising that internalizers are often seen as overly sensitive or too emotional. That just kind of goes into what I was saying about it's not that big of a deal. You're being sensitive. Move on from it. You know, why are you holding on to that? There's another excerpt, and it says, Internalizers often appear to need less attention and nurturance than externalizers because they rely on their inner resources. Being eternalizers, they're embarrassed to ask for help and instead try to solve problems on their own. They hate to feel like a bother. This makes them low-maintenance children who are easily overlooked. For busy or preoccupied parents, the self-reliance may invite neglect. Parents may think their child is getting by just fine without much-needed attention. How many times have someone said, you're just, you're fine, you're okay, right? Or you've told yourself, you're okay, I'm okay with this, you know? Or I, this doesn't sit right with me, but I'm too afraid to ask for help. I'm too afraid to say something. And then guess what? Those people that are doing these acts that you should have self-advocated for are saying then, what I'm doing is okay. You're enabling their bad behavior, essentially, You're enabling their bad behavior, essentially, by not stepping up for yourself. How unfair is that? How unfair is that to the other people who may be experiencing the same thing as you? But because you have not not stepped up and you continue to enable this event, situation, or person, they will then have to endure that same abuse because no one is saying anything. We're all saying, what you're doing is okay, when it's not okay, right? Another part of this is always needing to filter. This is me. I always need to filter my decisions through other people. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And in hopes of them saying, mm, that's not okay, so that I could feel okay in not being okay, right? But if they disagreed with me or if their filtering process was not on my, my experience, is my experience, right? So I cannot expect anyone else to understand exactly where my mind is all the time. I cannot expect that. However, we do, and then when the filtering process through our friends, our peers, our coworkers, isn't the same as ours, and we question our intuition. We question our intuition. This card is from my beautiful friend and her business partner. Their, their business is called Beautiful Truth, and they have a deck, it's an affirmation deck called Girlfriend in a Box, okay? Girlfriend in a Box. This deck is absolutely what I needed. It's the gut-punching advice that you need to give yourself sometimes when no one else is there to do it for you. This box will do it for you. So this card from the I Got This Shit 
deck <laughs> says, you matter. Your feelings are valid. Say it out loud. Sometimes you may feel like you need permission to feel a certain way. Consider this your permission slip. This is your permission to advocate for yourself. Sit with that. This is your permission. I'm giving you permission through this podcast, through this deck, to advocate for yourself, to do it. When it comes to that, let's talk about words in general. Words are so meaningful and so powerful, and they are our little battlefield weapons, right? And words are words of love and love and care, and sometimes words express things that we feel. You know, they are our voice. They are everything. But they are also curses, and they're also daggers. And it's like we have to choose to choose our words wisely. We have to choose to choose our words wisely. Self-talk, how we speak to others, all of that is important. And there is a book called The Four Agreements by John Miguel Ruiz. And he also has a deck as well. And I was gifted this deck by a friend this week. And one of the four agreements is be impeccable with your word, okay? Impeccability of the word can be measured by your level of self-love. If you love yourself, you will express that in your interactions with others, and that action will produce a like reaction. If you love yourself, you will express that love in your interactions with others. When you are not advocating for yourself, you're not showing that you love yourself. There's no interaction there saying, hey, you matter. I love you. I love you enough to do this for you. It's almost like I love this person more than I love me or I love this situation more than I love me. Even though it's hurting me, it's not serving me. I refuse to say something because I'm not showing that love to myself. By using your word impeccably, you are loving you. It's time to love yourself. Brand, I'm speaking to me when I say that. So hopefully that resonates with someone else as well. And then when we talk about avocation, and we say, well, the confrontation, oh, I'm getting anxiety about the confrontation, you know. Um, it's going to be painful. It's going to be scary. What happens if they hate me? What happens if it's a fight? Right? What happens when it's a fight? It's that pain that we fear. Here's a card from the ACT deck. Again, gifted by my beautiful friend. And this card says, we learn the hard way. Pain is inedible in life. What have you learned from your struggles? When pain shows up again in your life, how do you want to handle it? This is inevitable. It's going to happen. You cannot avoid pain, unfortunately. That is the price of living. Sometimes we suffer, right? But are we going to suffer for a good cause? Are we going to suffer for something that could have been prevented? Choose your suffering wisely. Choose your pain wisely, right? When I say choose your pain wisely, and I know that probably sounds like harsh to a lot of you guys, and I'm not trying to be harsh in any way, shape, or form, but choosing your pain is your superpower. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes shit just happens, right? But when we can choose and prevent certain things from happening or taking place, why not utilize that skill, that power, and then we come to my next and my most favorite deck. I built a beautiful relationship with this deck. It is called 
the gods, goddesses, and guardians deck. It's my oracle deck. If I ever do a reading for you, I'm pretty sure I'm using this deck. And I pulled out a beautiful card. And this card is called Believe in Yourself. Believe in Yourself. I'm going to read to you what this card is. And the goddesses on this card is Inanna, okay? Inanna is the goddess on this card. And here's what it says. When did you last allow yourself to dream? Are there precious hopes buried deep inside your soul? Does your inner critical voice crush the tender shoots from your yearnings before they even have a chance to grow? Inanna is taking you on a healing journey into the great below of your ignored and denied dreams. There are many riches gleaming within you. Inanna whispers with a knowing smile. Journey with me into the underworld of your self-doubt. Let go of every belief that says you're unworthy or incapable. Suppressing your creative desires can manifest as a chronic malice, a gray cloud over your head that won't shift. This is because the longing to share your light is part of your sacred contract. There's something you're passionately waiting, wanting, wanting now, but you've been keeping the desire pushed down. Don't do this anymore. Believe in your ability to build this beautiful sacred creation. Believe in your ability. Believe in your ability to stand up for yourself. Believe in your ability to know what's best for yourself. Who's best for yourself? Remember when we first started? Believe in yourself. Stand your ground. Okay, this is from the same deck as well. Stand your ground. And this beautiful water goddess, her name is Leah. Okay, you have an extremely giving and supportive nature. Everyone can always count on you to be there for them. You put others first. You go out of your way to understand their needs and bend over backwards to honor their requests. These are traits that often show up in empaths, healers, and lightworkers, and, and earth angels. Goddess Leah is urging you to set some limits. Leah smiles widely and assertively claims generous space for you by pushing her stick into the earth. She asks, are you a living saint? No. Are you being a doormat? Possibly. Do you have needs, dreams, and wishes of your own? Yes. Start putting yourself first. Ask what you want. Ask for help and be open to receive it. You may feel uncomfortable to begin with, but my waters will enliven you. Together, we'll clear stagnant patterns and find fertile new growth. I think that's a beautiful card. Stand your ground. Back to my friend's beautiful deck, Girlfriend in a Box. It says, there are times when you must speak your truth. Say what you need to say. Become comfortable with hearing your own voice. And also, when we call on the strength and the wisdom to stand up for ourselves, who do you think about? This is from the ACT deck. It says, receiving wisdom. Bring to mind someone you respect or someone who has made a positive impact on your life. What wisdom, knowledge, or advice might this person share with you that could benefit you right now? When you're having that hard time advocating for yourself, who can you call on? Your ancestors, God, right? Past experiences. Who's your wisdom? Get them in mind now so that when you need them, you don't have to dig through files. You already have it. You already know who to call on in your time of need. 
What wisdom, knowledge, or advice might this person share with you right now that may benefit you? Ask yourself that question. When you're at the doctor's office and you're saying, hey, no, you know what? I would like this test run again. I know I just had it done two months ago, but I really need to know what my, my numbers are. I know you don't think it's necessary, but I do. Right? And us as people of color, advocating for our mental health, advocating for our health in general is crucial. That is a form of self-advocation. I used to work in the medical field, and I tell anyone with listening ears, advocate for yourself. Push back. Your health is your health. Because guess what? If you flatline out of here, tomorrow it's not on that doctor, right? And I mean, it is technically, but you, your life is nothing to risk or chance. It's nothing embarrassing about saying, no, I need another doctor. I need another test. I need something ran. Something's wrong with me. I'm in pain. I'm not doing well. I'm giving you permission to say that, okay, as someone who used to work in the health field. But back on to self-advocation. Self-advocation is a catalyst for change. My friend said this in a conversation we had this week. Self-advocation is a catalyst for change. You want to change something in your life, you are going to have to advocate for it. You are going to have to advocate for it. This is the last card of the day. This card here is from the Wisdom Keepers inner, um, Wisdom Keepers deck. Okay, this is the Wisdom Keepers deck. Beautiful deck as well. This is number 22 and it's graciousness. I have come to tell you that there is nothing in you that is unworthy of love or reverence. The very things you think you should hide or get rid of are exactly what you need to be seen, felt, and expressed. Push nothing away. Transparency is the ultimate path towards grace. Be unwavering, unwaveringly gracious towards every part of yourself, every feeling, every painful experience. By honoring all that is within you, you will experience the poetry and the music of the most agonizing moments. You will naturally find yourself being gracious towards others, touching their emotions, their hearts, and souls with the milk of human kindness, and they will bloom in your presence. At your core, you are a gloriously unique manifestation of grace. Honor your suffering, and you will discover your gift to the world. Honor your suffering, and you will discover your gift to the world. Honor that. Honor that you are suffering, that you have suffered, babe. And through that self-advocacy, that is a gift to the world. You're advocating for yourself and others in line. You're no longer enabling those bad behaviors, right? And you don't have to do it in a way that's harsh. This card, I picked this card specifically for the word gracious. We sometimes have to be gracious because sometimes people know not what they do. Yes, sometimes grace is necessary, you know? And even in a situation where I told you in the beginning um, that I'm processing, what the whole point of this podcast, now that I did the reading, was because that person popped back up in my life as if nothing happened, as if everything that they did was just kind of washed away over the years of us not talking. And I had a hard time dealing with that. I talked to my friends. I talked to my family. I never told them the full story. I just said, hey, you know, this person's popping up. And they're kind of like, well, why don't you block them? You know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And it was bigger than that for me. I was like, I don't want to give any, any attention to it. Because if I give the attention to it, then I'm recognizing that he exists. They exist. But I had to recognize that. I had to stop enabling that bad behavior. 
I had to stand up for myself. I had to say no more of this. No more invading my space and my privacy. No more of this. I don't want no parts of it anymore. It sucked. It hurt. It hurt that I had to recognize those feelings. But I did it, right? I did it. If I can do it, you could do it. If you can do it, we could do it. Before I go, actually, not advocating for yourself builds resentment, bitterness, and anxiety. Not advocating for yourself builds resentment, bitterness, and anxiety. Let that shit go. Okay? <laughs> Let that shit go. Again, this is actually my exit. <laughs> I hope this episode went well. Thank you for sitting in the elements with me, the nature with me, for listening to me, for giving me the space to always express myself freely and rawly, um, and to just show up as my authentic self. And that may be difficult. We cannot wait to see you guys next week. We will be back with another episode. It will be Shay with me as well. I know we missed her. I missed her so much, but this was needed. The collective needed to hear this, and it aligned this way so that this message could get out to the ether. And the next time we have an espresso self, it will be Shay. You will be able to sit down with her and learn more about the other half of this podcast, right? I'm sitting you guys off on a beautiful week. Have a blessed day. And remember, it's okay to not be okay. Advocate for yourself. Love you.